Hello and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Forever Production. Now here are your hosts, Nick and Bill. When you say alright, it makes me feel alright. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Um, something like that. Edmund or Elmond or Edwin or Edward. Or what if we were completely off and it was like a Kyle? Ky- no, it was an E. It was an E name. Murphy Brown's painter. Um, maybe it was Ellen. No, it wasn't Ellen. I guess we could look it up. We could do that. Hey, everybody, welcome to Pillow Talk. Welcome. We've we were discussing. You've joined us mid discussion. Murphy. We started with Murphy's Law. Now we're talking about Murphy Brown, which is a uh, an obvious. Arrow right from one to the other. Sure. I think they built a bridge right from Murphy's Law to Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown's painter was Eldon. You were close. I was re- I was right there. You were right there. Right there. L Ed what did I say? <laughs> a lot of people, Eldon. A lot of people don't know this, but Murphy's Law was gonna be a spin off of Murphy Brown where she quit working <laughs> she, at the news the news place. And, and went to and, become a lawyer. Yeah, she started practicing law. Nice. Mm-hmm. With a you know didn't she have a kid? Uh yeah, there was a baby or something involved yeah. at one point. Yeah, so she, you know, single mom going back to school, <laughs> night school. Obviously. Yeah, night, night yeah. school. It was going to be a crossover with night court, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> that's the only time she could go to court. Harry was going to be one of her teachers. Uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I just think that makes mm-hmm. sense. She had to schedule all of them at night, so it was all night court. <laughs> night court, night <laughs> night school, night law, night law. Murphy's night law. <laughs> Murphy's Night Law. Murphy's Night Law. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Good golly. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, welcome to Pillow Talk. Yes, you welcome. can find us on the interweb yes. at uh, facebook.com slash pillow podcast. Or on Twitter uh, at pillow podcast. Mm-hmm. And on the web at localflavorproductions.net. And uh, please YouTube check us out. At a random link of numbers. Which you can find on our Facebook page. Yes. You can watch me eat a Whopper, or Bill tell you about the Cubs. As they lose. Yes. Or you can listen to episodes of the podcast on YouTube. Select episodes. Select episodes. <laughs> a select few. Selected in no way. Completely at random. Seemingly in order from a from an arbitrary starting point, and then they just stop. It's the thing. What do you do? Yeah. Nobody can see me. I've got the oh, my shoulders up and my arms raised. Yeah. And then, what? Meh. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick, uh, today's episode is going to be all about uh, our favorite Christmas movies. Yes, it is. But we can't start there. No, we can't. I have to tell you a story about what happened to me yesterday. I'm super excited. Okay. So uh, yesterday, for those of you who don't know, um, was not the day that before the day you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> the day before the day. Let's get meta. Oh my God, it's, that was yesterday. <laughs> right. It's not your yesterday. It's my yesterday. Uh, so, all yesterdays are so our my, yesterday, man. Just blew my mind. Uh, in any case, so my yesterday. Yes. 
We went to a local eatery mm-hmm. uh, because it was my daughter's fifth birthday. Yes. Uh, we like to refer to that eatery as Red Robin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yum. Um, yum. We used to uh, call it the balloon restaurant because they handed out balloons. Oh. Uh, due to the rising cost of helium, uh, they stopped handing out balloons. <laughs> We're losing money on the balloons, yeah. people. We got to shut it down. <laughs> yeah. And then my daughter wanted, she wanted to go to the Red Cardinal restaurant, which. She's a Cardinals fan. No, she's a Cubs fan because uh, she's smart. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> take that. But uh, so we went to Red Robin. Yes. And uh, while we were there, it uh, just so happened to coincide with, uh, as some of our listeners may have been aware, mm-hmm. the free chicken sandwich giveaway. If your name, uh, if you shared a name with Chris Kringle or Saint Nick. Yeah, yeah. So the place was hopping. Yep. But that's not why we were there. We were there because little one wanted to go there. Sure. While we were there, though, Nick. Yes. I caught a gentleman out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> okay. And he was there with his young child. How young? Uh, you let's call it two. Okay. Young, young, right? Gotcha. Like, he was in one of those little tables, like a little table for two, uh-huh. and then there was a high chair next to it. Okay. And, he, uh, you know, I noticed him because he was wearing a... Uh, actually, the reason I noticed him was because of what his child was wearing, who ultimately we realized was a girl, but at first I thought was a little boy. Oh, okay. Was it wearing happens. a, that uh, a small kids. it does uh, a Cincinnati Bengals jersey. Ah, not a lot of Bengals jerseys here in Michigan. Not a lot of Bengals jerseys anywhere. Well, no, because you know, but no, so he's so wearing so many Ocho Cinco ones. And that's what this little kid was wearing. Oh, okay. Was an Ocho Cinco jersey. Okay. Okay. Of all things. Okay. He's been out of the league for a couple of years. For a while. So this was probably a hand-me-down jersey sure. and not something that was freshly purchased for this two-year-old. You get a hold of that gem, you stick it in the family. You keep it, you know, yeah. hand it down from generation to generation. Well, Nick, my my, as I'm setting the stage here, so little girl, uh, blonde, blonde hair, wearing an Ocho Cinco jersey. Sure. Uh, with um, pink snow boots on. Okay. And it was warm yesterday. Mm-hmm. Pink snow boots. Sure. The father guy, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, the man in her life. Yes, was wearing a um, a uh, Cincinnati Bengals stocking hat Kay. with the little ball on top. All right. Um, he was also wearing a Cincinnati Bengals like zip up jacket, like a starter jacket. Uh, yeah, but it was not brand specific. It was just a jacket. Okay. Maybe like a sweatshirt, fleecy zip-up kind of thing. Got it. But a Got larger it. sweatshirt. Okay. Underneath that, he yeah. was wearing... He's got layers. He does have layers. In a restaurant. under In a warm restaurant on sure. a 50-degree night in December. Sure. Uh, underneath his Cincinnati Bengals sweatshirt, he was wearing a Cincinnati Reds throwback jersey with a number 14 on it. Now, you may not be aware, but the number 14 was Pete Rose's old number. Yep. And then he had on the red T-shirt on underneath to accent the the, the red sh- shirt. So he's got a red. Sure. So, so I just want you to get a picture of this guy in your head, right? Red T-shirt yep. with a reds throwback jersey on sure. over it with his Cincinnati Bengals orange and, black. orange and black on over that, wearing the stocking hat in Red Robin, <laughs> ordering his food. Nice. Okay. Uh so Nick, this 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 little child of his yeah. was running all over the place. Okay, I mean literally just like running laps around tables and things. Well, so he would get up and go. He's got energy, <laughs> right? They can and, go. He's got some speed. Yeah. So, so you know he gets up, goes and gets her, brings her back, goes out and gets. So 
he then when he's up, he's uh-huh. like chatting up the tables around him. Oh god. He's that person. <laughs> you know, so he's like there was there was somebody Looks like a, a good burger. You gonna eat the rest of that or Yes. No, <laughs> no, he, he no. didn't ask for food. He didn't ask for food. But what he did do was, hey, that's a looks like a really good root beer float. What kind of root beer is in that? Really? Yeah. I I heard him say that. I heard him ask what kind of root beer was in the float. So he's talking to other people, and he's mm. sitting right at like a corner. So there's he's kind of like an intersection sure. of the restaurant, sure. and so he's got access to like six <laughs> different tables around him, and he's hitting them all. I mean, talking to him. Oh, that looks good. What's that? Oh man, what's that? Oh, how's that taste? Crazy, right? <laughs> yes. So it his gets worse. <laughs> his food finally gets there. Yeah. And this little kid is still just like bouncing all over the place. And I'm trying to ignore him because we're there, we're, we're there yeah. celebrating my daughter's birthday. I also don't want to make eye contact because I don't want him coming to talk mm-hmm. to us because mm-hmm. he's really close. So oh. at one point, Nick, the little kid is running around, right? Uh-huh. And I see him saunter past our table with his sandwich in one hand, <laughs> taking a <laughs> bite as he's walking down past other tables to go get his kid. <laughs> Sandwich in hand. Come on, man. It's not McDonald's. It's it's Red Robin. It's a sit-down restaurant. Yeah. I mean, this isn't this isn't Chuck E. Cheese. This is a place where people go. They sit down and eat. So, so then when he goes to, he gets his bill finally, and I'm like, when is this guy leaving? Yeah. Uh, and he was eating a chicken oh, sandwich, geez. so I do believe okay. that his name was either Chris or Nick. Nick. Um. Or Kringle. A Kringle. Kringle McKingle. So he gets his bill and he pays his bill because I assumed there were going to be problems with that and there wasn't. But then he starts talking as he's like around, talking to everyone in this intersection. So he's got like, he corners like servers who he doesn't know. He's cornering like the managers that are walking around. What the heck? He's talking to somebody. Does he work there? I don't know. He's talking to somebody. He's like got his daughter's coat. She's running in left. He actually comes to a point where she takes off down the, I guess I'd call it like a, a the little walkway to the front door where there are probably thirty people waiting. Sure. She's in that crowd, and he just doesn't seem to care. Sure. And then she runs back, boo, and then starts doing another lap so that she's out of eye shot again from this guy. The kid's gonna get taken. So you get snatched. <sighs> gonna need Liam Neeson. Yeah. That's how you get snatched. <laughs> It was crazy. And then he left, and, and that was the end of it. But That's weird. It was so, had, so bizarre. He has to work there to be that comfortable, right? I I don't know. He just looked... You know how you sometimes can tell that somebody just is um, just off. that far off that he doesn't realize that his behavior is unacceptable in that situation? That, that. that person has a kid. Yeah, who he was responsible for. There was no mother there. Ugh. It was just him and this kid. It was a Thursday. On a Thursday night, 6 o'clock. Let's hope that she was out like at school and he had to watch her. Like, Yeah. Okay. Let's just hope. Mm-hmm. Like she's going to like... Hopefully she's the one who's got it together. Because let me tell say. you something. Pete Rose Ochocinco... Uh, or let's hope that he's from Ohio and never comes back here. <laughs> yes, that was... <sighs> Yeah, that's weird. That was my story. I'm sorry. I just I had to share it with you, Nick. It's okay because it was the weirdest thing I'd ever. It was bizarre. 
Can I, do you want me to share my story with yeah, you? Yeah, please. And then we'll get to our top 10 list, guys. Yes, yes, Thanks for will. being patient. Yes. Uh, so I had the craziest dream last night. So crazy, in fact, that I woke up at 4.30 and I remembered it was 4.30 because wow. I thought it was weird uh, because I always check the time when I wake up because I don't want to wake up between 3 and 4. Why is that? Uh, because that's the devil's hour. Is um, that a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't know about that? 3 nope. a.m. 3 a.m. is when most uh, paranormal activity happens. Because it's yeah, you sure? Yeah, because because uh, when did Christ die on the cross? I don't I I don't remember. I it was a say, couple years I ago. I want to say it was like <laughs> at least two thousand <laughs> two thousand fifteen years ago. <laughs> well, no, he was thirty five, so it would be uh, one thousand nine hundred and uh, eighty two years ago. That seems like some math. Ninety two years that ago. Math, that math checks out. Eighty two years ago, close enough. Anyway, uh, so it's the inverse of when Christ died on the cross. So he either died at like six or like four or something. I don't know. There's some reasoning behind it, and I'd have to look it up, but I oh, forget. Right. But it's basically the opposite of maybe he died at three p.m. and so three a.m. is the the reverse of you know when Christ died on the cross. So that's the devil's hour. Okay, I, uh, I'll take that. Yeah, there's uh, paranormal activity normally happens in that time, and if you do any research into paranormal, you'll see anything paranormal. You'll see that. So, so now, I do don't you make... like to wake up at that time. What if you're still up from the night before? Nope. Go to bed before three. So you like to make sure that you are out from three to four. Yep. No matter what. No matter what. Okay. Uh, if if I'm staying up, it's because there's a group of people around me. Okay. Um, and I don't want to wake up with a group of people around me because that's hence why I don't. So so I woke up at four thirty. Uh, <laughs> so you were you were comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I woke up at four thirty. I was like, whoo, okay, we're out of the this. Yeah, a little OCD so, kicking in, a huh? Little, a little bit. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, we're out of the comfort area. If we, I wake up at that time, I turn on the TV. Or I turn on the lights. And your wife says, what about this? She's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I, I can't go back to bed. Not between three and four. If she listens to this, she'll finally realize why I can't go back to bed. Have you never told her? Nope. Huh. Well, because she was like, you're an idiot. That's well, a, <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is a judgment-free so zone. Her, Although I do well, feel yeah. like I'm giving you a little like... Well, eh. yeah. yeah, but do research into it. And you'll, be, and you'll be like, I can never wake up at three o'clock again, ever. Yeah, I will. Hear a noise at three o'clock, at, at three a.m. And you'll be like... What is going on? Yeah. So I woke up at 4.30. I had the weirdest dream. Uh, I had a dream that I was, I told you, I was in a pool, like, swimming. And there was somebody I'd never known, but I I, I don't real, recognize in regular life. Uh, and they were swimming with me. And they pulled me out of the water. And they were like, where have you been? And I was like, what do you mean, where have I been? I've, you know, I'm just swimming. And they're like, no, you've been gone for, like, two weeks. <laughs> And I was like, what do you mean I've been gone for two weeks? They're like, I haven't seen you. You were you were here, and then you were gone. And you've been gone for two weeks. And I was like, well, that's I, – I, I don't know that. I'm not missing any time. And so it turns out – Had you been drinking? Uh, maybe. <laughs> On like a two-week bender? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I didn't – I guess I didn't fully – You didn't get that far in actually, the dream? I did, get, I did get pretty far in the dream. So, um, so – I then, you know, when we were out of the water, I noticed my foot hurt. So I looked down at the side of my foot, and my foot had this huge gash in it that had been stapled shut like I'd have surgery. But you could see, like, you know, when, you know, when you had Hopefully surgery. Hopefully nobody's eating lunch while they're listening to our podcast today. No, it's like clean. It was a clean cut. So <laughs> so uh, I was like, man, so what the heck is that? And I noticed, like, all these other scrapes and stuff on me. Um, and it turns out, later on in the dream, we figured out that somebody was taking people and uh, replacing, or placing, like, robot parts with them. Like, I told you, like, people were becoming... Cyborg, yeah. yeah. Cyborgs. Um, and I, I didn't... I don't think I ever realized why, but I figured out who did it. Who did it? Um, and I don't remember the person. It was, was again, it, it was a person I'd never seen before. Obama? It could have been. 
Um, and we ended up having to or Donald uh, Trump to eliminate that person, for lack of a better word. Oh, I do not to, condone uh, the elimination of yeah. Obama or Donald Trump. No, no, no. Uh, uh, to uh, pillow talk, to, pillow, pillow talk vehemently yeah, yeah, defends we, our position that we do not recommend <laughs> anyone take any action like no, that. No, not at all. Um, but I had to eliminate that person, and then not even in a dream. Fine. But I was like, this is really weird. Like everybody was coming up with these lost bits of time. Hmm. They were getting like bones replaced with like robotic. Or like even car parts, like like there was like no, it was like no rhyme or reason. Like it gives, be, gives new meaning to the term muffler man. Huh? Yeah, yeah. No, that's I mean that's exactly what it'd be. It'd be. Like somebody had like their arm cut, and then like uh, like a shock was in there, <laughs> like a you know like so it was stuff like that. So it was like a weird like island of Doctor Moreau kind yeah. of thing, but with but with cyborgs. Yeah. Hmm. So it was weird. I was like, that's strange. So. Yeah, Interesting. It was a weird dream. That's kind of weird. Don't wake up between three and four. AM. Yeah, make a note of that, mm-hmm. and also look that up. Okay. Um, that's all new business. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> all right, Nick. Let's do this. Let's jump into our Christmas list. Yay, Christmas list. Christmas list. We're gonna have a Christmas musical intermission time in a little bit. Is That sounds awful in the headphones, by Does the it? way. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Hopefully we were at least hitting some of the right notes. It was we're wavy. Um well that's good. So Nick, um okay, what we've done today uh, is we've come up with a list of our favorite movies mm-hmm. for Christmas. Did yep. you get to ten? Uh two, four, six. Uh I have seven. Okay. Um, I've got um, somewhere in the neighborhood of ten to sixteen. Holy cow! Well, it was like some oh, like you know ma- don't make the cut kind of thing. I have eight. Okay, um, so here's what I propose. Since we haven't talked about this before, uh, we are also recording the podcast about an hour earlier than we intended to. Yes. Uh, so why don't we go through and um, we'll hit our top ten lists. We'll go from the bottom up. Okay. So least favorite to well, favorite. not least favorite, but. Just number 10 on the list. Okay. Because, I mean, I have some movies that I don't like that aren't on the list. Sure. And then once we get um, once we get past six, we'll do our musical intermission. Okay. And then we'll finish up the top five after the break. Sounds good to me. Does that work for you? Yeah. Um, so once we have five left. Once we have five left, we'll hit our musical intermission. Got it. And um, I would also like to let everyone know that we um, we did not select any TV specials. No. This was all just movie movies. Uh, next week's episode of Pillow Talk, you'll get to find out what Christmas specials we like to watch on TV and our favorite Christmas traditions and those kinds of things. Yeah. Does that work for you? Sounds like a plan. Okay. And then, uh, yeah. So, Nick, I've got a couple movies that just didn't quite make my top ten list. I just wanted to mention them because I feel like they're good movies. Go for it. Okay. It was funny. I actually went back and looked. Apparently, in 2011, I'd written a blog post that was read by probably about five people. Nice. Uh, Probably me looking at it five times. And uh, I ranked my top ten favorite movies. It was funny because some of the movies on my top ten list have not made this year's top ten list. Interesting. Yeah. So um, one of the movies on my previous top ten list that didn't make the new one is uh, a little movie that I like to call uh, Bad Santa. Okay. Oh, yeah. Bad Santa's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for anyone unfamiliar with – is that going to be – are you just going to say, oh, yeah, that's good? Is that going to be your the extent of your – No, no. 
I think the bad. I watched Bad Santa in the theater. Um, yeah, I did too. It was. Uh, it was. It was interesting. It was fun. It yeah. Was... So, in case anyone's not familiar, sorry, Nick, I was just giving you a hard time because no, you were no. trying to write something. No, you're fine. Uh, movie features Billy Bob Thornton. Yes, and, and a um, little elf friend working yes, to rob um, department stores. Yeah, and has uh, Lorelai Gilmore from the Gilmore Girls, uh, Lauren Graham in it too. Yes, it also has a little fat kid that wears a shirt mm-hmm. that, at the end that says "Stuff happens when you party naked," <laughs> and I censored uh, the word for stuff. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's a great scene about an advent calendar that I still make jokes. So at one point, <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton, at one point, Billy Bob Thornton just destroys this kid's advent calendar, yep. eats all the chocolates and stuff. And so then he feels yep. bad the next morning yep. and then he fills it up with like Tylenol and Tic Tacs and stuff. <laughs> and I still, I still make that joke. I'm like, oh, no Tylenol in the advent calendar this year. Um, it's funny. Every once in a while, I will I will walk into a room. Can I get you guys a ham sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> well, and then it's got John Ritter in it, and yeah. John Ritter in that movie is fantastic because he basically plays like the department store manager. Yep. But who's so afraid of doing anything that would be politically correct? He's just oh, he's just walking on himself. The whole movie. It's so funny. <laughs> it is. It is so funny. So, uh, Nick, that was one of mine that was on my list before. Uh, the other one uh, that was on my list before and is not on my list now is Family Man with Nicolas Cage. I haven't seen that one. Uh, Family Man is basically a movie. So Nicolas Cage um, wakes up one morning. He's a rich dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, wakes up one morning and uh, he has a family again. It's well, not again, but he has a family. Mm-hmm. And it's got uh, it's Nicolas Cage and Don Cheadle kind of play. It's basically I like, like Cheadle. Uh, I described it in my blog post. It's a reverse. It's a wonderful life. Oh, okay. So instead of seeing what the world is like without you there, he's getting a glimpse of what the world would be like if he had made some different choices in his life and had started a family instead of going the corporate route. Interesting. Yeah, it really is. It's got uh, so it's um, Nicholas Cage, Don Cheadle, Tay Leone, um, and it's a fun little movie. You know, and uh, okay. it's definitely one that if you haven't watched it, you should check it out. It's a, it's one of those movies though that gets you in the feels. So okay. just be ready. Okay, um, but it's a good movie. Hmm. I've never seen that. Yeah, The Family Man with Nicolas Cage. Good flick. The other ones, just real quick, uh, Nick, fine. that didn't hit my top ten: uh, Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire in Holiday Inn. Oh, that didn't hit your top ten. Didn't hit my top ten. Not Holiday have, Inn. Don't you have a long-standing tradition of watching that movie? Uh, not necessarily Holiday Inn. Oh, oh, it's the other one. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, so Holiday Inn, not on my top ten list, although Got it's it. one of my daughter's favorites. It's a good movie. Uh, Trading Places. The TV show? No. no. Oh. <laughs> That's Trading Spaces. <laughs> oh. No, Trading Places with uh, Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Yeah, that that's one. A Chris, it is a Christmas movie. It kind of is a Christmas it? movie, yeah. so uh, that's on my list. That's Gremlins. because I'm a karate man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Gremlins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Takes place at Christmas. Yes, it does. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Uh, not on my list. And the original Die Hard. Not on your list. Not on my top ten list. That hurts. So those are my, uh, I guess we'll call them also rands, or my um, almost. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, I did can come to ten movies, by the way, just in the time that we've been talking about this. Uh, did you want to go first? Give me your number ten. Yeah, I kind of sloppily ranked them. That's number fine. ten for me is Home Alone. Home Alone. That's Home a good Alone. one. We do always watch Home Alone at my house. One and two. I have a disc with both of them on there. What Home Alone for anybody keeping track is my number eight movie. Okay. Uh, why do you like Home Alone? I love Home Alone. It's a it's a good movie about a kid coming of age and becoming people. His family sees him as a nuisance. Uh, you well, know, as, ba- be- as basically somebody 
Only because Fuller wets the bed. Well, of course. <laughs> um, but, you know, as, as as just, you know, this little kid who's kind of a pain in the neck. I mean, you start the movie with, oh, he took your fishing lures and, you know, mm-hmm. made made Christmas ornaments out of them. And, oh, you need to pack your bag, but you don't know how to pack your bag mm-hmm. and all this stuff. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, them, they accidentally leave him at home, which I have some things that we can talk about about that. What's but, that? Uh, how do you leave a kid at home twice? <laughs> well, they didn't leave him home alone twice. They no, left no. him home alone once. Okay, okay, see... The, Okay, so there's t- there's a long list of Home Alone movies, but I only recognize the first two. It's much like the Bible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you're gonna get struck by lightning. I'm gonna move to the other side of the room. So in Home Alone one, the power goes out. Okay, and he's been put up in the attic because he was he refused he, to he, sleep he, with he, Fuller and he spilled pop all over the said, air, airline tickets. He said, I don't ever want to see any of you jerks again ever. Right, I wish I didn't uh, have a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then so he's up in the attic. His mom stuck him in the attic. There was a huge mess because of him. People were aware of where he went. How did they wake up in the morning? I don't care how late you are. How do you wake up in the morning and get on a plane, not notice that your kid's not there? Yeah, well, okay, so there are a couple of obviously a couple of issues here nick uh one of which is that um they were tasking an older child with counting kids heads sure that's that's the first problem uh the second problem is that they're horrible parents well because okay (laughs) i triple check my car before i leave my driveway to take my kids to school they they took they took two separate vans yeah you're telling me somebody in that van wasn't like man kevin you were real jerk last night and nothing (laughs) oh yeah and nothing happened and And then they all figured oh he's in the other car yeah no no because then the parents would be like man i can't believe what kevin did last oh is kevin in here yeah where is is he he in the other car yeah no 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 no. because somebody would have said something um so that's my first problem. Yeah. Then they end up noticing when they're in the air and they land in France. Now, Home Alone 2. So you let's say you've left this kid. The, the incident has been for, what, a couple years? At least like three, four years past, uh, right? Maybe, I don't think maybe it's maybe even less, been that long. Maybe yeah. less than that. So it's fresh in your head. You left a kid at home while yeah. you were in another country. Yeah, you would think that, that this leaving Kevin places yeah. would be a thing in your family. This time they were extra careful. They got him. They got him to the airport. They got on the plane. They got on the plane. They sat down. Would you not say, where's Kevin? I need to make sure Kevin's in his seat. This time he got separated and on a different plane because he was looking for batteries and thought he was following his dad. Yeah. No. No, no, no. And how do they still have their kids if this has happened twice? (laughs) (laughs) First time they left him at home. That's okay, whatever. The second time he went to New York. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick, I have a critique that I did of the Home Alone movie just oh, due, that's to, good. due to its unbelievability. Yes. Uh, if anyone is interested in reading uh, Bill's uh, critique of Home Alone, wait, where did it go? Uh, you can find that on uh, my blog, which Great. is uh, nestofbird.blogspot.com. You can also get a link to that at localflavorproductions.net. Uh, you're looking for a blog post way back when from December 22nd, 2011, yep. entitled Critiquing <laughs> Home Alone. Which is my favorite thing. That's the reason that I watch those movies still, because me and my wife will still watch those movies and be like, there's Come no, you on. know, you know we're, I mean, because we're parents now, and yep. obviously, you know, they've been parents more times over uh, in that movie than we are, but, but we're like, come on. 
you know. Also, there are there are many many miscues uh, throughout the way from the police department just knocking on a door going. Yep. Uh, tell her to count her kids again. There's nobody here. Is that how Chicago Police Department would do that? Uh, no, they. Well, if you read the news, they would just shoot the guy. Um, ooh, ooh. getting warm oh, in here. That happened. Uh, no, but I mean, uh, if, if someone were that, you know, they keep bouncing the phone call back and forth between the two police dispatchers, and then the you know the cop walks up to the door and just pounds on it. And goes, there's nobody here. Yeah. Okay. No, there would be more to that. You would think that people would be more involved in that. Um, Even back in the 1980s or 90s, you'd think like Child Protective Services would go over or whatever. I don't mean to get stuck on this movie, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll make one more thing, and then we'll be we'll move on, I, I promise. Okay. Um, how many... There's a big debate in my family. How many kids do you think that Kevin... How, how many brothers and sisters do you think that Kevin has? Oh, I don't know. Um, okay, give me a second, because there's at least... There's the two. There's an older boy. There's there's Buzz and there's an older sister, mm-hmm. and then there's like a younger. I'm gonna go. It's got to be four or five, right? Okay, that's that's the number where I'm at because I think Buzz, the kid from Pete and Pete. Okay, and the, there's like an older the, sister, the blonde-haired sister that speaks French, and then the other, and then the brunette sister. I don't know that the brunette is his sibling. But I feel like that is. Like the older one who's in charge of counting no, no, heads? No, 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 no. There's another one. Oh, okay. There's another one. The older one, no. She's she's the, with the, the France the uncle, family. The uncle. Oh, then, she is with the France yeah, family. Yep, the France family. Because she's here, but they're there. Yeah, we really need to look into this. Yeah. And then and then there's the, the kid with glasses, the, the older kid with glasses that they're when they're looking out the window at, at the, the guy who salts the driveway. Yep. And then full, Fuller. Those two are brothers. Who wets those the bed? Two, yep, yeah, those two are brothers, and then there's the France girl, and then these four other kids, and they so have to be all related. So I think they have four kids in their family. Stephanie says that they only so have Kevin two. is one of five. Yeah. Oh no, it's yeah. totally more yeah. than two. Yeah, because she's like, no, well, no, it's just Buzz. No, because then there's the yeah. no, you're with the French called Les Incompetents. Yeah, who's in the behind the mask, the rise of Leslie Vernon? Is she? Yes. Oh my gosh, I need to watch that. Yes. Did you get that for me? Yep, I think, uh, yeah, it's there. Um, and then, uh, then there's at least like one younger. Yep. Also, yeah. So there's at least there's at least four. There's at least three, three. siblings plus Kevin is four, yeah. and it could be. Five. I think it's five. I think it's five. Watch it again. Everybody yeah, I'm have to and and see tell us what, what you, you think. Sell, see what you think. How many McAllister siblings are there? <laughs> and who and who belongs to what family? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just writing that down there. Oh, that's okay. It's 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 interesting. We have this argument every year. Who belongs to who? Yeah. All right, uh, Nick. My number ten movie. Since Home Alone was my number eight, my number ten uh, is a little movie starring Tom Hanks called Polar Express. Oh yeah, uh, wasn't one of my favorites before, mm-hmm. but uh, my kids watch it. My kids love it. We kind of rode the Polar Express. Actually, one yeah, of the you did. cool things that we've got here in Michigan is uh, we've got a train station out in Durand, mm-hmm. and um, at that train they ha- or at that station they have the um, the original twelve twenty five train or whatever that they. They went, and this was the train that they used to, quote unquote, make the train in the Polar Express. I mean, this mm-hmm. everyone around the country, everybody's got Polar Express trains or whatever, well, yeah, yeah. you know, where oh, we're gonna go ride the Polar Express, and we're gonna go ride the Polar Express, and we're gonna go is... ride the Polar Express. In Durand, we're fortunate enough that we actually have the locomotive that was used yes. 
to make the Polar Express in the movie. Mm-hmm. So as far as I'm concerned, it makes it the true Polar sure, Express. Sure. And any other Polar Expresses that you guys have ridden are all copycats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like saying that you have the world's best cup of coffee. <laughs> That's coming up, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations! You did it! <laughs> uh, that one's coming up. But, uh raised pizza. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... I feel like we've got the true Polar sure. Express, and they have all the the photos and the documentation to back oh, up yeah, that yeah. this was the, the claim. actual locomotive, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty cool. I think that's awesome. So that's my number 10. Uh, on the list because the kids enjoy it so much because uh, Tom Hanks is in it, and it's a cute movie. It's sure. a great book. Yeah, I haven't read the book. The book uh, is great. We watched the Polar Express once last year. I'm sure it'll become more of a thing. It will as, as your kids as, get a smidgen older. As they older. get older. Yeah, it's a good little movie. Um, also, if you have not ridden... Our Polar Express or uh, any of the copycat Polar Expresses can't recommend you do it enough. A lot of times they'll give you a little bell that you can hear ring because you can you know you believe in Santa. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, awesome. It's fun stuff. That's really cool. So what you got for number nine? Number nine is the original Die Hard. It didn't make nice. your list, but it made mine. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Uh, there's, uh, I'm sure it is. There's two people in the world: people who think that Die Hard's a Christmas movie, and people who are liars and who are uh, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, the original Die Hard, if you don't know, takes place at Christmas yep. time in a skyscraper. In, in a skyscraper during a Christmas party. Yeah, I need so, to watch that one again. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen the original Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, so. Yeah, I mean, I can't say much more than that. It's Great movie. It is a fun movie. Yeah. It is a fun movie. And then uh, actually ties into Die Hard with a Vengeance, Die Hard 3, because yes, it does. the brother shows up. Yeah. Who's Scar. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> well, it is Scar. Yeah, it is. That's probably my favorite one of the Die Hards, though. Die Hard Die with Hard. a Vengeance. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Love Die Hard 3. I think that Die Hard 2 is severely underrated. Okay. I can go with that. Also yeah. kind of a Christmas movie, too. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. They went with a theme. But then Die, Die Hard on a plane. 3. But then Die Hard 3. Not a Christmas know. movie. No. But it's know. great. Yeah, it's great. It's just the weird racial undertones. It's just the beginning. It's at the beginning. It's like throughout the movie. Why? Because he keeps calling him Jesus? <laughs> Why do you keep calling me Jesus? <laughs> no, they said, hey, Zeus. <laughs> I love that one. Uh, it's a great it, movie. It, it, it is great. It, they're, all of them are great. They're I mean, good. Well, not I, all of them. The, I, first, no, the three. first three are good. Yeah. I had an opportunity on Black Friday to buy Die Hard Five live free, live free die, die yeah. Uh, for like three dollars on Amazon, yeah. I passed up the opportunity to buy it. Nice, because uh, yeah, eh, we're good. Yeah, I think I saw I saw Die Hard Four, which was Die Harder. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. I wasn't that into it. So when Live Free Die Hard came out, I was like, I was nah, not I into need, it at all. Yeah, I don't need yep. to see that. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, number nine on my list. Number nine. Number nine. Uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh. That made it to nine. Made it to nine. Okay. Um, yeah, Muppet Christmas Carol is great. It's basically the Muppets telling of the Dickens classic, A Christmas Carol. Yes, which I can do the whole opening line to. Uh, I can do the whole opening scene when it's on the TV, word for word. Can you really? Yeah, um, and my wife hates it because I'll do it every time. Can you do it without it being on TV? I don't think so. I don't know. Because I can sing the song. No, because I, I need the music. Because I sing the song and I can do the... Yeah, they're walking around to the tell town. The, and I can hear, I'm here to tell the story, and I am here for the food. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, my when favorite. The cold wind blows, it chills you, chills you to the bone. Oh, that's right. And I even do the voices. Yeah. Nothing about Jesus. 
creature, your heart, but creatures are something alone. I need the ah. yeah, I need the music, but it, it's it is it's something I can do, and we could put it on the TV, and I would do it. That's great. Yeah, I'm we're gonna need video of this. Yeah, my dog, my kids like when I move my mouth, but I don't, you know, when like you do that mm-hmm. little that thing. So when I do that, when that movie's on, I used to do that for Lydia. I'd just like move my mouth like I was doing it. Nice. She thought it was we're gonna need uh, a video for this on we the YouTube channel. We can do that. Uh, my Stephanie videotape. My favorite. Well, you have a tripod. You could. Well, yeah, but yeah. if she did it. Uh, my favorite song in the movie, though, is uh, the Marley and Marley song. Marley, Marley and Marley. That's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. I also really like Statler and Waldorf. Heck yeah. Yeah. I was always interested in how they did that. Have, did you, do you own the original VHS of Muppet Christmas Carol? No. I mean, um, well, I did at one point. At, uh, on the back I don't of, own a VHS anymore, well, so. Oh, yeah. On the back of the VHS, and I'll, I'll find it and take a picture because I'm I sure we purged all have that. It. Uh, on the back of the original VHS, it shows the picture of that scene where they're floating in the air, and um, it shows uh, a white um, linen, like like a like a see through a see through cloth, um, over them, like flowing over them, and that's how they got the ghost, like the the ghost effect. Hmm. It was actually the Muppets, the actual Muppets there, but like it had like this, like, ghostly cloth. I'll have to take a picture. It's, yeah. you know, it's the only way I can describe we'll it. We'll find that cool. on the internet. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Nice. Yep. Um, all right. We already hit my... That was my number nine. Yep. So my number eight... What's your number eight? My, my number eight is a Muppet's Christmas. <sighs> because I just learned about Muppet's Christmas mm-hmm. last year. Uh, so I haven't had enough time to for it to build up as this great thing yet. Yep. Um, but a Muppet's Christmas is number eight on my list. Yeah. Muppet Family Christmas... Uh, is my number three. Ah. So we're going to cross that one off. Uh, oh, oh, if we're crossing things off, then Muppet That's Christmas it. Carol is my number uh, my number one movie. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I have a long-standing history with Muppet oh, Christmas Carol. Oh, man, I'm sorry. We, we're killing this no, stuff. No, no, no. It's okay. We, we, watch, uh, we watch it every every Christmas uh, Christmas Eve. Muppet Family Christmas watch. is watched um, multiple, multiple times throughout the oh, season yeah. at my house. Uh, and for anyone who's not familiar, because it's really not that well known of a movie, no. but it's basically uh, features my favorite Muppet, Fozzie, mm-hmm. bringing all of his Muppet friends to have uh, Christmas with his mom. Yep. And uh, throughout the way, they uh, get their friends from Sesame Street show up, and yep. they go to Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Uh, and it's oh, and they got, yeah, Fraggle Rock, Sesame Street. Uh, Elmo's there in an uncredited role because Elmo wasn't Elmo yet. Oh, yep, <laughs> which is yep. one of the things I yeah. love the best. The kids are like Elmo, and then he like doesn't show up at all because yeah. he didn't have the big boom. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Muppet Family Christmas uh, is one of my absolute favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, it's it's good, and the, 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 like you said, the thing with the uh, when you first described it to me, they had this great recurring bit with the, the icy, icy patch. patch. Yeah, yeah, and the Fraggles are there. Yep, the Fraggles are there. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a it's a great movie. It's got everything. It is. Uh, it's it's really fantastic. Good. Yeah, uh, although difficult to find. It is. It uh, is difficult to find. But yeah. if you can find it or, or uh, obtain a, a pirated copy, uh, since you can't find it legally, mm-hmm. then, you know that's how you find stuff. Uh, you should really need to check it out. It's great uh, if you can find. So there are two versions that are out there. Yep. Nick. This is what's interesting. Mm-hmm. So because of some broadcast rights and stuff. If you buy a commercial version of it in the U.S., there's a little medley at the end where they sing some songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will lose a song out of the medley. Mm-hmm. There's also a scene where they're watching home movies, mm-hmm. and you actually lose the entire scene of the Muppet Babies. Mm-hmm. So they start kind of playing home movies. Animal busts through the screen, and they go, oh, animal. But if you get a version from somewhere else in the world, mm-hmm. you will get the Muppet Babies singing a song, and then there's a song in the medley that's extra. 
Awesome. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I found this out because we both love the movie individually. Mm-hmm. She had an old copy that she had taped from the TV. Oh. And I had a DVD. Well, I had a VHS and then got a DVD. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wait, where's that song? Wait, wait where's that song? Huh. Uh, and so then we went and found a copy um, from someone on the internet that had the entire uh, interesting the entire DVD. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's my number three. That's your number what? Uh, that's my number my number one. No, no, that was your oh, number wait. seven. Uh, yeah, Muppets Christmas. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was my number eight. That was your number eight. That's my number eight. What's your number seven? Because uh, I'm at, I'm up to seven. Uh, my number seven is the original Christmas Carol. Oh, going back in time. I lo- I'm a sucker for actually all of the Christmas Carols. I will watch any of them. Yeah, because I really like the story and each one. Each one is different and tells it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but the original Christmas Carol, I really like the one where he, the I, the one where he looks out the window and they can see the souls, sure, going through the town mm-hmm. and that. Uh, that's yeah, I like that one. Nice. It's, uh, that's one that we have to watch. We have to watch every year. Okay. So uh, yeah, the original Christmas Carol is really good. So I like it. Yeah. My number seven, Nick, uh, is the Santa Claus. With Tim Ooh, Allen. That is my number six. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a great movie. I think the Santa Claus uh, is great. I think mm-hmm. the Santa Claus 2 is great. Mm-hmm. I think the Santa Claus 3 is great. wonder where Santa Claus 4 is. Yeah. I think they're just they're fun family movies. They're hilarious movies. Yep. He burns the turkey. They go to Denny's. Denny's is always open. <laughs> it's exactly right. Yeah. All, it's just a bunch of kids with their dads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Burn the turkey. Yeah. He's, got a, he's got a bandage yeah, on his yep, hands. That's exactly yeah. right. Uh, it's just a great movie. It is. It's a great. Don't pet the deer. You're going to get key Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the second one is great because uh, Juliet from Lost is in it. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, but no, I think uh, I think the Santa Claus movies are fantastic. They are. They're really good. Man, I could quote lines from that all day. Oh, gee, yeah. Most tell me about it. Importantly, I hope the guy that lives here is a tailor. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, making fun of Neil's horrible sweaters all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing like Cosby sweaters. Ah, <laughs> uh, Judge Reinhold. Uh, here comes my a judge. Name is Judge. <laughs> here comes a judge. <laughs> uh, what have you got for number six? Uh, number number six was the wait. Santa. Oh, that was just Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Okay. So that's okay. So um, I have five left. I have five left as well. Um, well, I have really I have four. Handwriting. I have four. Oh, it's Halloween. Okay, I'm on the wrong list. Okay, Nick, since you have four left, I have five left. We're going to take a pause here for our musical intermission. Yes. So uh, what we'd like you guys to check out now uh, as we um, bridge to the rest of our uh, Christmas lists is a new song um, from our friends in the band Trend. Yes, a holiday song. A holiday a, song. A Christmas song. Yep, uh, I believe uh, you guys will like it. I certainly enjoy it. Yeah. It's a song. Uh, well, it's a song about what's important this season. So check out uh, Trend, and we'll be back. Yep. And now a musical intermission. <laughs>
everybody thanks for listening and sticking around for that yeah for that, that beautiful song that is uh the band trend our friends in trend that's a song that they've just released called my savior yeah um nick what did you uh what do you think about trend and that song specifically i guess <laughs> uh I, well first of all as i always say trend is trend is trend is fantastic um that song is great it shows a different side of trend that mm-hmm. i that they're not afraid to show which yeah. is nice it's um, cool you can uh again if you'd like to uh just a reminder they are at facebook.com slash we are trend yes you can find a link to uh, that song there you can also find the link to that song on our facebook page uh, facebook.com slash pillow podcast yes um uh and i don't know if you can i don't think you can it's not available on I, iTunes. It's not yet. available to download. No, but uh, they did have a thing in their webpage. If you share the song, then you can get um, a free download yeah. of the song. I, I I recommend finding some way to support these guys. I don't know, you know, what they have set up or whatever, but they make great music. They, they make, do. They make very well. That I think that that song in a time that we're having right now in mm-hmm. the world is is. I mean, it's very important to have out there. It is. It um. 
you know, Nick, we were talking while we were listening to the song about mm-hmm. how we're both suckers for a good cello. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a great cello in that song. It's yep. just a cool, haunting mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, I think it's a beautiful song. It's probably too beautiful for us to have on our stupid little podcast. Well, it probably is, <laughs> as most of the songs that we play on here are. Actually, <laughs> too good all for of us. Them, yeah, they're all too good for us. Too good for a, a nerd pop culture podcast. Definitely. Um, I think it's a great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've yet to find a song from Trend that I don't think is great, though. Yeah, yeah. We believe in trend. We are trend believers. It's trend believable. God. Oh. <laughs> no, I thought it was cool. I, you know, they had teased on the Facebook page that on their Facebook page that mm-hmm. they were going to be releasing a Christmas mm-hmm. song, and you never know what to expect. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess I just kind of assumed it would be uh, an upbeat Christmas. Uh, you know, Santa's coming kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I was uh, incredibly. Uh, pleasantly surprised yeah. uh, when they finally released the song to hear it, to hear what it was about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tell you, my wife and I, we have a little, you know, on the uh, on the old iPod. There's a little mm-hmm. Christmas. Um, hey, there's my wife calling right now. Hey. Um, hi. Uh, <laughs> there's a. Um, we got a little Christmas mix on our iPod. Uh, I can tell you that song uh, will be going into the regular rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great Christmas song. Great. Uh, yeah, it's totally going on the iPod. Yeah. yeah. It's a good song. So totally check them out. Uh, Facebook.com slash We Are Trend. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and thank you again for, for them is. being supporters of the Pillow Talk podcast. Too. Yeah, letting us play it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Keep it up, guys. Uh, next Come up with a, uh, oh, you know what I'd love to hear from Trend? Uh, an Easter song? Make, make a note, guys. No, no, no. Better than an Easter song? Some kind of a good old-fashioned uh, St. Patrick's Day Irish folk song. Oh, we could get like Flog and Molly or Drop Dead, Dropkick Murphys to do that. I want to see what Trend can do. Well, with I it. want them to do it, too, but I'd just like to talk to Flog and Molly or Dropkick Murphys. Well, sure. But I think that would be I think that would be great. A good old uh, good old fashioned Irish folk tune. Yeah. Uh, if they're taking challenges. I don't yeah, know if that's yeah, a thing. Like a banjo and accordion. But hey, if anybody can do it, Trend can do it. Yeah. But I think that would be great. Yeah. I love some good Irish music at our house. Don't we all? Yeah. Yeah. yeah a good old like yeah. a like an Irish pub song or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. they, they can get with me. We'll go over some ideas, but mm, sure. it needs to have like O'Flanagan in it or something. Yeah. We could call it O'Flanagan's Wake. O'Fl- <laughs> no, that's kind of already sort of a song. Is it? Well, Finnegan's Wake oh. is, but yeah. And some, oh, oh, man. Trend can do a great job with that. Again, I challenge, I lay it out the challenge to Trend <laughs> to come up with some sort of a, a traditional uh, Irish, Irish folk, folk tune okay. in time for St. Patrick's Day. Okay. And I'll promote the tar out of it. Oh, heck yeah. 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 Whew, that would be great. Yes, it would. That would be great. Uh, okay, Nick, uh, let's continue our uh, top 10 movie list. Okay. Um, okay, I've got to start with my number six. Go for it. Okay, uh, is A Christmas Story. Oh, A Christmas Story. Didn't yeah. put that on the list. You didn't have Ralphie on your list? No. No. Did, did you know, I think uh, you probably knew this, did you know that the... Fun fact, the uh, elf in Elf that is in charge of the toy making is Ralphie. Um, I think I saw that somewhere. Yeah, the one that's like... I, Did I you also know that year. Schwartz from A <laughs> Christmas Story is involved in the adult film industry? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing, too. Wait, which one's Schwartz? It was the one who gets his tongue stuck to the flagpole. Oh, that's an interesting <laughs> career path for him to take. <laughs> Actually, never mind. It seems kind of... 
it's it's a running theme for him getting his tongue stuck to flagpoles. <laughs> oh, sorry guys. Hopefully Trent's still not listening. <laughs> like don't ever play our songs again. Again. Um, uh, so yeah, a Christmas story. I love it. It's um, I finally let my kids watch it for the first time this oh, year. Really? Yeah, and our four year old who now is five loved it. Yeah, thought it was great. great. Everybody else just kind of enjoyed it, but I love that it's on. I mean, I love that TBS does that twenty-four hours of a Christmas story. Mm-hmm. I watch it at least four or five times over the course of the season. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, a Christmas story uh, is number six on my list. Mm. Uh, Nick, what you got? Uh, so number five on my list uh, because we already went through my number six, which was the Santa Claus. Number five on my list is a little movie I call Ernest Saves Christmas. Oh, Ernest. Uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. Ernest is P. Worrell. Ernest right? P. Worrell. It's a great uh, movie about. Uh, Santa Claus is coming. Uh, he comes to Florida to uh, pass the torch. Oh, uh, right. Pass the torch of Santa Claus because you can only be Santa for so long, and then you pass it off to another person who becomes Santa Claus. Sure, because you get old. Yeah, and, and the magic dies if somebody holds on to it for too long. Mm-hmm. And he's. It took him a long time to find the correct person, but he did. Um, and, and it wasn't earnest. And it wasn't earnest, <laughs> but... But Ernest plays a pivotal part in this because Ernest plays a cab driver who very much loves Christmas and mm-hmm. is, in the spirit of doing good, uh, picks Santa up, uh, who he doesn't know is Santa. Um, but he picks him up and um, he gives him a free cab ride, which ends up getting him fired. Um, he takes in a girl who obviously is a runaway. Um, and, you know, they, they help to get Santa to where he needs to be, to this person. Um, a lot of great gags, like in any Ernest movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just a great movie. I've watched it. I can watch that movie any time of year. I've watched it since I was a young <laughs> kid uh, any time that I want to. Any time I want a movie to watch it. Oh, Ernest Saves Christmas. Okay. Uh, let's pop it in. Yeah. Yep. It's a good Short movie. said that in his last movie. Oh. <laughs> I got to stop. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh. Putting the PG-13 on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Oh. Uh, Nick, my number five is a movie that we've mentioned already in the podcast today. Okay. Uh, features a restaurant that has the world's best coffee. <laughs> that's number five for you. Number five for me is Elf. Okay. My, that's my number three. Okay. Uh, I yes. figured it was going to be on your list. Yes. Yeah, number five for me is Elf. Uh, you know, the, my appreciation for the movie Elf has grown in the last five years or yeah. four years. When I published my... Um, my list last time, uh, it was number nine. Wow! Uh, and I have my my appreciation for the movie Elf is uh, has has increased. Uh, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> I've been answering my phone like that ever since you told me that that's how you've been. <laughs> yeah, answering Nick and your I have phone. both been for uh, for internal phone calls at work. Yeah, uh, I've been answering the phone. Yeah, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Uh, for about the last week, uh, per a general poll that I've been getting, uh, purple is the favorite color among women. Okay, I get um, a lot of blue from yeah, men. Yeah, blue is blue is from men. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, and then some pinks, a spattering of pinks. Yep, every once in a while. Um, uh, yeah, I've been uh, the movie's great. I yeah. mean, you could seriously. Well, here's the weird thing: Zoe de Chanel is uh, blonde. Yeah. Well, no, the weird thing is, weird. is I remember seeing this movie. I saw it in theaters, and I remember not liking it, huh. or at least not caring about it. So it's like Austin Powers. Yeah. And then, well, I loved Austin Powers. I hated Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery in the theater. Really? And it wasn't until I watched it like four more times that my appreciation for it really grew. Hmm. Um, Yeah. Austin Powers, I hated in the theater. Mm -hmm. And I laugh my butt off every time I see it now. But I don't, like, I feel like it was when they, 
because they've started playing it like all the time. Elf. Yeah, like it just came out of nowhere, right? They're just like, hey, this is a gonna, Christmas movie that yeah, we're going to make a thing. Yeah, we're going to throw Elf on twenty four hours a day, like mm-hmm. you know they do with the Christmas Story. Um, and uh, and then I started to appreciate it more, like after watching it, like you said, two or three times. More. Yeah. And I was like, that's a great movie. Uh, we were the other day. The kids wanted to watch Big Elf. Uh-huh. Like, we want to watch Big Elf movie. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I was doing stuff in the kitchen, and we, my wife and I were like, all right, well, let's sit down. We'll, we'll finish watching Elf with the kids. Mm-hmm. And so we sat down right as he was getting ready to put the star on the tree. <laughs> <laughs> so I, had no, I had no sooner sat down on the couch and started watching the movie <laughs> than I watched Will Ferrell jump into the Christmas tree and then fall over. Oh, so great. <laughs> That was the spot. I'm like, this is perfect. That's exactly where I start watching the movie. <laughs> this is too good. They brought in a professional. <laughs> you guys hear anything? Bring me on the radio. Santa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> it's just so great. Oh, it's, it's so, so great. The Central Park Rangers. Oh, and, that's so funny. Oh, uh, it's yeah. It's a great movie. It's it's a great. <laughs> it's got Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. Call me off one more time. One more time. Feeling strong, my friend. <laughs> I get more than <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah, you? <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> yeah, so Elf is Elf is my number five, uh, and it's only number five because there are four movies that I just love, love, love in front of it. You could make a strong case for any one of my five to be your favorite movie. Yeah. What, what you got next? Uh, Jingle All the Way, a little movie oh called gosh, Jingle All really? the Way. Really? Yeah. What is wrong yeah. with you? You don't like Jingle All no, the Way? No, I, I don't. Oh, Jingle All the Way is great. Uh, you know, though, in all honesty, I don't know that I've ever given it truly a fair shot. That's uh, Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Nope. Uh, Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, <laughs> Sinbad? <laughs> yeah, Sinbad That's plays That's where they're fighting over a toy, though, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. So, uh, funny, funny fact about this movie. This movie was actually produced. Um, it's a movie. I'll tell you. I'll tell you about the movie first. The movie is a dad who is workaholic who puts off getting a toy, a popular toy, the most popular toy that year for his son for Christmas, um, because he works so so much. Uh, for what it's worth, we're also going to call this podcast "Jingle All the Way." Yeah, awesome. <laughs> uh, and so and so he puts it off, and he's on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, yeah, Christmas Eve. He's going to get this present. You know, the last day that mm-hmm. he can get it, and he goes and he can't find it anywhere. Um, and so the movie centers around him trying to get this doll. It's a Turbo Man doll. It's basically, you know, the big popular toy. Um, and Sinbad is a postal uh, post office worker who is also, while while I imagine still on the clock. <laughs> well, of course, he's a post office worker. They do everything on the clock. He's, he's going around and also trying to find this doll, which is impossible to find. It's sold out everywhere. The interesting fact about this movie is, is that this is before eBay existed because now it's not an issue. <laughs> no, the the real interesting thing about this movie is one that uh, um, that the giant from WCW is in it. Uh, two, seriously, that, yeah. That uh, two that um, um, uh, what's his name, Jim Belushi's in it. Wow. Uh, I believe Vern Troyer's in it. Um, <laughs> it all all in small, minuscule parts. Paul Wright. It's the giant's name. Yes. Yes. Uh, Boom, busting out some WCW info right there. Nice. Every now and then I get to impress you. Yeah. Um, but the interesting fact is that this movie was actually made to promote the Turbo Man doll that never <laughs> came to light. Wait, yeah. Wait, they wait, wait, a, wait. They wait. made a movie about the hottest selling toy, and that's why it was released. It was released like in July or something like that. Some weird time. A Christmas so movie. They made July. a movie about people fighting for a toy in order to release the toy. To have make it people, into a thing. To have kids want the toy. Oh my gosh. So the toy never came to light. Like it just did they the release it or it just wasn't no, a no, thing? No, it did it didn't it, the movie didn't, didn't do do well enough to 
so the movie didn't do well enough and they just never they made just the toy. They just never made the toy. <laughs> so um so so that's a thing. But my favorite part of this whole movie is the exchanges between Arnold Schwarzenegger and and Simbad because they're both trying to get this toy and he's like he's like, you know what they do? They cr- He's like they create they create supply and demand and they only make so many of these little toys and then, and then and then you can't get them and then you gotta go to your kid and you gotta say oh well I couldn't get this toy for you and then you look like an idiot and I know what I'm talking about because I went to junior college and took a class in psychology so I'm right in there man <laughs> <laughs> and so he just you know he go he goes off of these tangents and at one point he pulls out a package and he's like back up this is a bomb thousands of bombs get passed to the U.S. Postal Service every year <laughs> so you know and I work for him so you know I'm not stable <laughs> it's it's a good movie I think that if you watched it you would like it. it's I'm it's, gonna I'm gonna give it a shot it's the last uh it's the last movie that um Sinbad made before he died no what's his name made? no no the guy from Saturday still <laughs> travels <laughs> around yeah. I think he, his last comedy stand-up was actually Sinbad I'm not dead uh, <laughs> um but uh uh, Phil Hartman. It was the last movie that Phil uh-huh. Hartman was in before he died. In case anyone was wondering, Jingle All the Way is not on Netflix. No, but streaming. I'll give you a DVD with it. <laughs> um, it's a, it's, it makes me laugh so much. Um, there's a scene with a reindeer. It's just, it's, it's a good movie. Jingle All the Way is, is fabulous, and I have to watch it every year. I actually just watched it this weekend. I'll watch it again today. Oh yeah, you like it that much? I love Jingle. I will watch Jingle. I used to watch Jingle All the Way on the way to Florida when we drove every year. Really? Yes. Nowhere near Christmas time. Also, the Santa Claus I would watch. Uh, I'm sorry. I was looking at Amazon Prime to see if you are fine. Jingle all the way was there for our listeners. Just go to canistreamit.com. Is that a thing? Yep. I think they have an app too. Jingle all the way. Not available on uh, Amazon Prime either. So if you're going to watch it, you're going to buy the DVD. Yep. Which I'll do as soon as our podcast is over because I'm a sucker for Christmas movies. Um, Nick, number four for me. Yes. Uh, is a Dickens classic. Yes. Named Scrooge. Yes. I love Scrooge. <laughs> I thought about putting it on my list, uh, but it didn't make it. Didn't make it on your list. Didn't make it on oh, the list. I love this movie. Love, love, love it. Uh, family tradition in my house when my wife and I are wrapping Christmas presents, one of the movies we watch is Scrooge. Nice. Um, it's great. I could literally, literally quote most of the movie for you. <laughs> I mean, he gets hit with a toaster. Yeah. <laughs> Carol Kane goes and just whacks him Wax with a toaster. With... <laughs> you know, he's. I wrote. Here's what I wrote, Nick. Um, when I wrote my little uh, thing, a few I years like back. that. I like that we're pulling back to your blog post. Yeah, which is pretty great because uh, it's one. Uh, Bill Murray, one of his finest roles, is Lumpy Cross. <laughs> uh, and then there's a sign in his office: "Cross, a thing they nail people to." <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, I could quote lines from this movie all day long and laugh the whole time. Scrooge is one of my favorites. Should be one of yours. Movie's got everything. Waiters correcting grammar. Yeah. It's like, whom? So whom uh, are you looking for? Uh, Carol Kane hitting Bill Murray with a toaster and a good old-fashioned sing-along at the end. <laughs> Scrooge has got everything. It was yeah. my number two movie. Wow. Four years ago, and it has slipped a little bit down the list. Interesting. Uh, But I think for good reason. What else have you got? My number two Christmas movie, and this is the last one on my list. Okay, because we already hit your number one. Yep. Number two movie is Christmas Vacation. That's my number one. Up high. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
and uh, Christmas Vacation, that is definitely something that I start watching on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, yeah. Because that's when I can watch Christmas movies in my house, according to my wife. I have it on uh, my phone uh-huh. all the time. It, I literally carry Christmas Vacation with me everywhere a, I go. It's a great movie. It's fantastic. Oh, it's, it's so good. It's so good. That's... that. Yeah, that's the... We, we buy the Christmas Vacation ornaments at my house from Hallmark. Okay, um, I have a story about that if we're going to talk about that. Got to be a fast story. No, that's okay. The uh, the RV, do you have mm-hmm. the RV? Oh, yeah, the first that was the first one that came yeah. out. Yep. Do you know how much that sells for? I saw it. Well, how much is it now? Because the last time I looked... Uh, like It was like two or 300 bucks. Oh, my gosh. So the last time I looked at this, Nick... Cause, so I bought Cousin Eddie's RV from, mm-hmm. from Hallmark. Because I wanted to. Yeah, uh-huh. of course I am. And my wife hides it in the back of the tree. Yep. Every year she puts it up. And I'm like, you know, honey, I looked a few years ago, and that was selling for like $100. Mm-hmm. It's more now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I uh, I wanted to buy it. I had it in my hands. And somebody's like, well, we don't really need it. And I was like, yeah, you're right. We don't need it. So I put it back. All of a sudden, I went to, I was like, a couple of days later, I was like, man, we really, you know, I kind of actually just, do I've want thought about that. it. I really want it. Yeah, yeah. And so I go to look at it on Amazon, 100 bucks. 150 bucks, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, screw that. So I, I went to the store. To the Hallmark store. All gone. And from that point on, every single one, always gone. Every single what? Every single time I go to look for one of them. You haven't been able to find any of them? Always gone. I couldn't find the moose. The moose. I have the moose. Uh, that one's dumb, though. Yeah. And you know why the moose mug one is dumb? Because it doesn't. Uh, it's not the actual dialogue from the movie. They, yep. they recreated it. Mm-hmm. But then the one this year is Clark holding a cat. Or oh. a box with the cat in it. Oh. That's the actual dialogue from the movie. We've got the one with the house that's all lit up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then plays the Hallelujah Chorus, that mm-hmm. one. And then there's that one. I the think I skipped. The tree tied yep, to the top. Yep, got the car with the tree tied to the top. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And then I think I might have skipped the one last year because it was basically Clark with like ornaments. Or we might have it. I can't remember. But it was like Clark with ornaments and played the Hallelujah Chorus. Yeah. I'm like, well, I already have that one, sort yeah. of. Uh, so I might have skipped that one. Yeah, but I, I have a nev- Hallmark ornament problem in my house. I'll never let my wife forget that. The I'm time sorry that she you don't told have me that. that I could have made a great profit by selling this but, ornament. But I won't sell mine because well, I love no. having it on my tree, yeah. even if it's yeah. hidden in the back. Yeah. It would have been the start to my collection, but now I'm like, well, no, I don't have that one. I'm yeah, not going to spend a hundred bucks to get it. Anyway. Nick, the uh, the last move, for, yeah, Christmas vacation. I could we could literally have a podcast just about that. Yes, we could. Um, the last movie on my list, which is my number two movie, yes, uh, is uh, White Christmas. Oh, White Christmas is your White number Christmas. two movie. Yeah, White Christmas is a movie that I have definitely appreciated more and more over the years. I did not watch White Christmas until we went and saw the play White Christmas down at the Fox. Is that the one in where he's in blackface? Yeah, no, that's Holiday Inn. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, White Christmas is uh, when uh, Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny F and K. Uh, sorry, I almost said it. Because um, it's cool. They quote it, and you know, when when Clark's, well, we'll be the happiest bunch of a holes since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny F and K. Um, that's the movie when Bing Crosby tap dances. Yep. White Christmas is just it's fantastic. We've my daughter was homesick. Um, the week of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. the first couple of days while we were putting up the tree and stuff. Yeah, we put up our tree before Thanksgiving. Man, you gotta why wouldn't you? Deal with it, people. That's it's right. my house. I'm a grown-ass man. I'll do what I want. That's right. Uh, and we said, you know, Matilda, what movie would you like to watch? You know, you have to sit on the couch because you're sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can sit on the couch while we decorate the Christmas tree. What movie would you like to watch? Uh, you can pick a princess movie from Disney, which is normally what she goes with. And she said, I'd like to watch White Christmas. And it's great. I mean, it's it's got singing, it's got dancing. Here's what I wrote. It, it was in my number four uh, when I did this the last time. Hmm. Uh, 
blah, 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 climbed up the list. Uh, I put down here, it's a time from when movie stars were famous because they could sing and dance and not just because they happened to be married to somebody else. Mm. Movie stars had talent and the movies were fun to watch. Um, Do you know when White Christmas came out? 54, I want to say. Do you feel the love tonight? That part of... (laughs) That part of the success of White Christmas is because people in 1954 thought it was something completely different. Oh, <laughs> no, I think, I think, I don't know why it was successful then, because it was a great movie. Yeah. I'll go with that. I can tell you why it's successful now is because, you know, Nick, there are scenes where these guys are in like nightclubs where they actually have like song and dance people. Mm-hmm. I wish, every time we watch this movie, I tell my wife, I wish such a place existed mm-hmm. where you could go. And you sit at a little round table with like you or just like you and another couple. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, mm-hmm. you and your lovely wife and me and my lovely wife, mm, sure. we'd go out, we'd sit at a little round table, we'd have some drinks, we'd have some dinner. Yeah. And every now and then somebody would come out on stage and there'd be an orchestra backing them up and they'd come out and do a little song and mm-hmm. dance, you know, Love You Didn't Do Right by Me, which is a song for my Christmas. That sounded and, good. Thank you. Yeah. And then, you know, they go away and then you eat your dinner and you have some more drinks or whatever. And mm-hmm. Those places aren't, aren't, they don't exist. It's true. It's very sad. It is sad. You want dinner and a show. Dinner and a show. Oh, man. Also, uh, before we wrap this up, yes. if anybody would like to watch White Christmas, yes. and if you have not purchased the Blu-ray mm-hmm. for White Christmas, I cannot recommend it enough. Okay. Um, we watched White Christmas for the longest time, colorized on DVD. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Yeah. It wasn't until we watched it on Blu-ray. I mean, they did with this movie a restoration like you could not believe. <laughs> You know, there you could actually see like depth and detail and color. The the old colorized DVD, you know, Bing and um, Rosemary Clooney were in color, mm-hmm. and like some of the stuff in the foreground was in color. But as you went further back, mm-hmm. like the background would be in black It'd and be white. Washed out. It was very yeah. washed out. I mean, this stuff is crisp. Hmm. Uh, stuff that we always thought was like, oh, they're wearing black dresses. No, they're wearing like a deep plum dress. Really? Uh, crazy. Uh, just an absolute crazy restoration that they did on it. Interesting. If you have, if you have White Christmas on DVD, mm-hmm. buy it on Blu-ray. It, they did an amazing job colorizing the movie. Sure. Uh, and I'm actually kind of making a case to make blue a, a White Christmas 1A with Christmas Vacation to be my one. It's just, I love it. It's, uh, didn't, I'd never watched it until recently. And oh my gosh, love the movie. Interesting. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Sisters, sisters, there were never more devoted sisters. Sorry. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to have to go home and watch it tonight. Yeah. It's great. Awesome. I probably watch White Christmas more than I watch Christmas Vacation at my house. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, Nick, that puts us, um, that's a show. Wow. Yeah. You got anything real quick you want to add? Mm, nope. Don't got time for mouth noises. Uh, nope. Got nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, I'd like to invite <laughs> everyone back again next week Yeah. Uh, for our Christmas traditions, Christmas specials yep. show. Uh, we're also going to have another musical intermission, this yeah. time by The Hard Lessons. Yep. Uh, this is a totally different song than yep. we featured this week, yep. but an awesome Christmas a, song nonetheless. A really great Christmas song um, that I didn't know existed, and I've listened to The Hard Lessons forever. Yeah, I see. Yep. But it's not on iTunes, nope. which is probably why you knew didn't know it was there. Yep. So yet come back next week for our Christmas show, show and then yeah. also our final show of 2015. Yeah. 
That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Be our last show of the year. Yeah. So come on back next week. Uh, they got anything else? Nope. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, uh, well... Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talk podcast. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. Find more information on them at thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Visit us on the web at Local Favorites. I forgot. <laughs> at Local Favorites Productions.net. Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk.